Greetings from Austin, Texas, and welcome to Leadership Subject Matters, podcasts with leadership subjects that matter. Hi, I'm Terry Kaler, your leadership coach and host of the show. This is episode number four, and today's topic is personal product management. During this episode, I'll be talking about our brand and how we should be managing it. I'll share a few things you can do to increase the value of your brand with your employer and maximize earnings as a result. As a reminder, you can find the written version of this podcast on my website at tkaylor.com. There, you will also find some additional material on other leadership and personal development topics. You can also subscribe to this show on the popular podcasting directories, including iTunes and Spotify. To get a complete list of where to listen to these podcasts, just visit my website and choose subscribe to podcasts from the menu bar. If interested, you can submit questions by using the Ask Terry menu option. I will answer those questions in future podcasts. Let's get started. Great product management is at the core of a company's success. When companies create and nurture good products, they become more competitive, their customers are happier, and they have a higher probability of success. On the other hand, companies that fail to create good products or nurture them find themselves with damaged reputations. Customers value working with companies that are dependable and that pay close attention to the quality and reliability of their products. Similar things happen in the workplace. Our brand is a product. It is the most valuable workplace asset we own. We must build it, nurture it, and protect it, just like companies do their products. I have a simple philosophy about work and employment. Most of us work, so we don't have to work. We all want the chance to call our own shots later in life and to do something we love or are passionate about. For you, perhaps that means owning your own business retiring on a beach in the French Riviera, traveling to faraway places, volunteering for a good cause, or just having the flexibility to do whatever you want to do. The more valuable we become to our employer, the more money we make, and the sooner we can celebrate that moment. To achieve our goal, we must think of ourselves as a product. Most people in the workplace don't think this way. They go through their day without managing their image or their brand. They sometimes say and do the wrong things without realizing that they're impacting the one thing they should protect at all costs, their brand. Personal brand strategy and self-awareness are common areas of opportunity for many of the people I coach. As a result, I've created a seven-step process to help them achieve their goals, improve their personal brand, and increase their value in the workplace. The first step in the process is to define what you want your personal brand to be. Call this the product design phase. Start with defining how you want others to view you. I recommend you make a list of the words you want other people to use to describe you. Doing so will focus your efforts to create the actions that support these words. One fun activity is to put those words in a word cloud and display it where you can see it. Perhaps make this your screen background on your phone or computer. It will serve as a constant reminder of your goal. Once you define your brand goal, you need to understand how people are perceiving you. In business, this will be the market awareness phase. You may already have this information in the form of past performance reviews or a 360-degree feedback survey 
or even an ad hoc feedback given to you by a colleague or somebody you work with. If you don't have any feedback information, then it's important to get it. Ask the people you work with for help. Let them know you're working on creating your personal brand and ask them to describe you by using one or two words. You might want to read my article or listen to my podcast on how to receive, process, and use feedback. In the article, I'll provide a few tips on how to properly thank people for their input. The next step is to understand the gaps between what you want your brand to be and what it really is. Self-awareness is the key to developmental change. Understanding which behaviors need to change and being aware of when they occur will help define the actions that will make your brand come to life. Let's say you want to be known as a great listener and you receive feedback that you interrupt conversations a lot. To achieve your goal, you might decide to adopt an active listening style during meetings. If you can become aware of the times when you interrupt others and you understand the conditions that exist when you interrupt, then you can create a process whereby you stop interrupting in favor of another option. Marshall Goldsmith, one of my favorite executive coaches and best-selling author, spells out this process very well in his book, Triggers. I highly recommend you read it. In his book, he outlines that if we can become more aware of the trigger and the impulse that follows, then we can choose the right behavior, one that will have the best outcome for everyone. Think of it as a processing of series of pros and cons for each possible behavior option, then picking the behavior that benefits us the most. Doing this will help build the brand we want. Once we have become self-aware, the next step in the process is to focus on the actions that will make this brand come to life. The actions you take should add the most value to your brand. Think of it as running all the right ads or impressions that reflect the brand and the words that you want people to use to describe you. Using the prior example, you will want to run as many active listening ads as possible. With time, this will become a part of your brand. Failure to be disciplined will have the opposite effect. If you continue to exhibit the wrong behavior, then it will erode the work you have done and you have to start all over again. Step number five is to protect your brand at all costs. We must remember that everything we do in the workplace either increases our product value, I call these accretive actions, or decreases our product value. I call these decretive actions. The more creative actions you have, the better your brand and the more your product is worth. I'm not talking about actively marketing yourself, and we all know people that do that. I'm talking about creating positive impressions each time you interact with anyone in the workplace. Every action impacts your brand, especially your body language. Every time you react to a conversation, roll your eyes, miss a meeting, show up late, say the wrong thing, or complain will impact how people perceive you. It is important to focus on positive impressions with each interaction. Take a look at your day and try to understand how you've impacted your brand with the actions that you've taken. There's some additional actions that will protect your brand and increase your value. These will also create a lasting positive image with those you work with. Behave ethically. 
This one goes without saying. When faced with difficult issues or decisions, always take the high road and always push to do the right thing. This is a great way to reinforce that you're an ethical person and that you can be trusted. This should be your true north. Deliver results. You can increase the value of your product by delivering results consistently. Leaders want to hire consistent and predictable performers. You will come across as dependable and your leader will trust you with critical assignments. This will help you grow and develop new skills. Have a positive attitude. Reinforce your brand by having a positive attitude at all times. I recommend you smile often, always greet people in a meeting, and consistently contribute in a positive, constructive way. Remain positive and upbeat even during difficult times and when issues arise. Avoid having a negative attitude and never gossip or spread rumors. Mind your body language. We often overlook our body language and how others view us during the workday. Our body language typically mirrors our attitude. Crossing your arms, remaining silent, having a frown on your face, and seeming disinterested in the subject or the meeting will negatively impact your brand. Lean forward, take notes, ask questions, and be highly engaged to create a positive impression. Be on time. Make sure you're always on time. If you're late to meetings, then people will question your ability to meet deadlines and complete tasks. Being occasionally late is okay, but if it's a matter of habit, then your time management will come into question and your brand will suffer. Leaders want to hire dependable people. Be an engaging contributor. Engagement is one of the qualities leaders look for in the people they work with. It's important to be engaged in every aspect of our work. Avoid distractions in meetings, texting, doing email, or working on your laptop. It's also important to be present on conference calls. Actively participate and contribute to the call by speaking up. Ask questions. Stay engaged. Just because people don't see you doesn't mean they're not forming opinions of you. Help others. Be helpful to other members of the group. If you see someone struggling or needing help, then volunteer to help them. This is a great quality and it is something that can help build your brand reputation. The sixth step in the process is to avoid decretive actions. In other words, do no harm. These negative impressions wipe out months and years of positive impressions. I call these unforced errors as they are controllable and they can be avoided. These actions are most often caused by our blind spots or our derailers. They usually occur during times of stress or when we're tired. One good way to find out what these are is by using the Hogan Leadership Forecast Series Personality Assessment. This is a great way to identify those things that might come up when you're stressed. Go to my website, search for Hogan, and you'll find out more about this great tool. If you really want to do this, you can talk to your human resource department and they can point you in the direction and show you the tools they have available. The last step in the process is to periodically verify your brand. Your value and financial worth to the company you work for is most often determined by your manager and the leaders above that person. It is important to understand how the people you work with perceive you. To determine your value, your manager may collect feedback from the individuals you work with. This is usually done during the required performance management process. 
The feedback is based on how these people perceive your work product and how they view your interactions with them. If you do a good job of managing your relationships, your interactions with them, and the quality of your work, then the feedback they provide about you will likely be positive. The opposite is true if you don't. Their feedback will be negative, and it'll impact your worth. You don't have to wait for this annual performance management process to understand how people feel about you. In the feedback podcast I discussed earlier, I outline different types of feedback available to us and their level of effectiveness. I singled out that identifying a few people you work with and obtaining feedback on a regular basis from them is the most effective use of feedback. The information they provide will help you fine-tune your developmental items and it will help you get back on track. Your career trajectory and your pay are directly related to your product value. If you do a great job of managing your product, then you'll most likely make more money, have a better chance of advancement, and increase your odds for success. You'll be able to call your own shots sooner rather than later. Treat your brand as a product to increase its value. Identify what you want your brand to be, increase your level of self-awareness, and focus on the actions that will make this brand come to life. Remember to take the high road, deliver results consistently, always have a positive attitude, mind your body language, be dependable, maintain a high level of engagement, and help others when you can. Avoid the unforced errors along the way. Find a way to get some feedback from time to time to evaluate how you are being perceived and make the necessary adjustments. Maximize your creative actions and eliminate any decreative actions to produce a great product. You'll be able to call your own shots before you know it. I hope this podcast has been useful and that you'll find a way to integrate this into your daily work and into your personal development. Now it's time for questions. As a reminder, you can submit questions through my website. Simply go to tkaylor.com and choose Ask Terry from the menu bar. Now let's get to some questions on this topic. Question number one. I'm not one to promote myself. How much promoting should I do? And how do you recommend I go about this? Well, you're not alone. Most people don't like to promote themselves. They feel that if they do a good job, then they'll be recognized and rewarded. The truth is that you really need to network. You need to build a group of leaders that are raving fans. Networking, especially with senior leaders, is hard. I suggest you make a list of the folks you want to get to know, lay out some talking points, create a script for the conversation, and be well prepared for anything that they might ask. Don't try to sell yourself though. Try to build a relationship first. Make the conversation bi-directional. Ask for advice and offer to help. A lot of times it helps to be curious about how they deal with a specific problem. What sort of actions did they take? Sometimes you can bring a business problem to discuss or maybe volunteer for a project they may have, something that gives you the level of visibility you need to promote yourself. Question number two, I'm risk averse and I'm very quiet in meetings. I'm afraid that if I speak up, I'll say the wrong thing and that it will hurt my brand. How can I change this so I can have a more positive brand? I know that being too quiet is not good. One of my branding mottos is do no harm. Don't speak up for the sake of speaking up. 
always try to find something that will add value to the meeting and to your brand. If you know what the meeting is going to be about, then prepare some questions or statements in advance. Bounce them off of a colleague if you're not sure the question is worthy. Once in the meeting, find the time and the courage to present your question or point. Get some feedback from the same colleague afterwards. Doing this repeatedly will help build up your confidence so you can repeat the process. Remember that you can ask questions by visiting my website at tkaler.com. Look for the Ask Terry option off of the main menu. I'll be happy to answer any question you ask in an upcoming episode. Thank you for downloading or listening to this podcast. You can find others like it, and you can subscribe to these podcasts by visiting my website. Choose Subscribe to Podcasts from the main menu. You'll see a few options including iTunes, Spotify, Google, Android, and others. I would also be honored if you could review this podcast or the series on your favorite podcast subscriber site. It would help me out a lot, and it will provide me the needed information from which to make adjustments. Once again, thank you, and have a great day. You've been listening to Leadership Subject Matters, podcast with leadership subjects that matter.